even more stimulus spending. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I have my evening stein of coffee and I thought we'd have a look at this article from news.com.au discussing the latest round of stimulus spending. Now before we get into this, someone, a viewer, has sent me some secret footage of the Federal Reserve Bank. So we'll have a look now to see what is actually happening in the Federal Reserve. And you can see they are rapidly printing money as fast as you can imagine. Now, this is a meme website, Money Printer Go Brewer. And I'm not turning the music on because it'll probably get claimed, but you can, you know, everyone, I recommend you have a look at it. It's Money, And the faster you make it go, the, uh, the dodgier it all starts falling apart. Until you go here, it's quite good with the music. I would highly recommend it to everyone. But, you know, it's, it's getting there. It's getting there. I think I, I would say that's a fairly accurate representation of what's happening in the Federal Reserve and the RBA couldn't be far behind. What do you think? But see, the sad thing is it's now just typing buttons into a keyboard, so it's not really that hard anymore. So let's have a look at this additional round of stimulus spending. The government has unveiled a massive $130 billion support package for businesses and workers. This is who will be eligible for the payment. The government has announced a new $130 billion support package in order to help businesses keep their employees during the illness crisis. Now, I'll just bring up this chart here showing you the current total government debt. So this is dollars, hundreds of thousands, millions, billions, and trillions. So $1.1 trillion. So just add another $200 billion onto that. So, you know, what's, what's that between friends? What's that? Don't worry. Our great grandkids will have to worry about that. But then again, so many people aren't having children, so it won't really matter, will it? <laughs> Prime Minister Scott Morrison announced the package this afternoon, saying it will span over the next six months. We are committing $130 billion over the next six months to support the jobs and livelihoods of what we anticipate of being almost 6 million Australians who will need the lifeline in the months ahead. The policy involves playing, paying employers $1,500 per fortnight for each employee they keep on over the next six months. It's being nicknamed the Job Keeper Allowance. The Job Keeper Allowance. So, I mean, what do you think of this idea, guys? To keep people out of the welfare system, to keep their relationship established with their employers, but also to prop up businesses which well either are not viable or have been forced to shut down by the government and will this be enough i mean if someone's on serious money are they going to keep that or are they going to look for something else or they're just going to rest and wait for six months to turn over depends i guess on what level of employee you are and what skills you have the job keeper payments will be available to full-time workers part-time workers sole traders ooh, sole traders and casual workers who have been with their employer for 12 months or more. I mean, what fi are there financial requirements to that? What if you got work and you still get the money? New Zealanders living in Australia on 444 visas will also be able to access the payments through their employers. So they're doing something to help the Kiwis. Payments will flow from the first week of May, but we will be backdated to today. So everyone is going to get a well a couple of grand bonus in may then 
or the 6 million workers. Businesses will be required to keep the employee on their books in order to distribute the payment. So this this is smart how they're doing it. So they're, they're ensuring that relationship is maintained between the business and the worker. So, I mean, here's the thing, guys. If we compare this to the alternative to putting people on, cent on Centrelink, what do you think is going to be more efficient method to distribute the money to people? Less less jumping through hoops less embarrassing for some some people it's going to be a big culture shock for them to actually have to deal with the bureaucracy of the government to go through the center link for some it may humble them a bit that's not necessarily that isn't necessarily a bad thing but also i think this would be much more efficient than hiring thousands of more people at center link let, let me know what you think guys it's only slightly better of the two terrible solutions isn't it so it will be a flat rate of $1,000 per fortnight for each employee, regardless of what they usually earn, with employee, employers able to add extra payments on top of this if they wish. Well, I mean, do you think you can? Do you think you can, guys? I mean, the JobKeeper allowance. There is no more support for some than there is for others. This is not the Australian way, Mr. Morris. What? Um... ScoMo, there's a lot of support for a lot of parts of our civilization. There's a lot of privileges to certain parts, certain groups. There's parts of this nation where you can't set foot on unless you have a permit. And it's completely based on your race or the member of the tribe you are. Okay, so I, I think the Australian way has gotten lost, to be honest. We're not really that... Society isn't that egalitarian. It really isn't. Not when you 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 peel apart down the thin veneer in front of it. There's a lot of people that are that are frankly trapped. I, I feel sorry for a lot of the people in these remote indigenous communities. They don't even have control over their own land. They couldn't even you know divide up the land and sell it, or you know create a tourist hotel or create a business. The government controls the bloody general store, and they wonder why you know frozen chicken is ten times as much as anywhere else. It's just anyway anyway that's the fear that we may all end up being in a socialist utopia if one person falls on a hard time if another person falls on a hard time it's the same hard time we're all in this together that is what is fair that is what is australian hmm. okay mate we'll see in order to apply for the payments businesses will need to prove their turnover has dropped by at least 30 percent ah there you go by drop by at least 30% but here's the th here's the thing guys there have been other times when businesses would have had a 30% drop and they didn't get this handout they didn't get this support there are other industries that were completely destroyed by the government and they didn't get these handouts they didn't get these supports so this is the thing guys because remember we're paying for all of this this is not free money it doesn't just magic out of anywhere everyone will be paying for this one way or another even if you don't make a lot of money you'll be paying for it in your taxes they'll take it out of the shit that you buy one way or another or the payroll tax which has lost lost money that could have gone to you as an employee you know this is the problem people don't realize this is why i'd, I'd love to get rid of uh, pay as you go oh, actually maybe here's an idea what about if we got rid of settling entirely and it was all done through employers. What do you think? What do you reckon, guys? You think that'll work? Or is this a step towards privatizing Centrelink? Oh, ho, ho, get your silver, your tinfoil hats on. Companies with an annual revenue of one billion 
will need to provi- uh, prove a 50% drop. PM said the JobKeeper payment was to keep Australians in their jobs even when the work dries up. This plan is about keeping those businesses together and keeping these employees in those businesses, he said. Our plan will see our businesses large and small right across the entire economy share the load with our welfare system to deliver the important income supports. So a new plan was touted this morning. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg did the rounds on morning TV today to hype up the announcement, along with the separate news that all foreign investment will now require approval from the government. Well, that's a little bit too late now, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's, it's good. It's restricting the ability of foreign nations and companies essentially controlled by foreign nations to come in and swoop up all of our assets, our water rights, minerals, food production, baby formula factories, nappy factories. But it's all a bit late, isn't it? Employees, employers watching the show this morning, we want uh, to work with you to keep staff employed, he said on Sunrise. Keeping that connection between employer and employees very important. Well, yes, it is. I agree with that. The government's announcement was preemptively compared to a similar wage subsidy scheme introduced by the UK, where Boris Johnson go- Johnson's government is covering 80% of a business's wage bill. On today, Mr. Frydenberg downplayed the comparison. We're not adopting the UK system. We will have an Australian system, and we will have one which is based on existing tax and welfare system mechanisms, because that is really important in getting money to people as quickly as possible, he said. Host Carl Stefanovic suggested the devil is in the detail, asking how exactly the new scheme would work. Carl, you have to switch on later today, the Treasurer replied. The key point here is we want to keep the employer and the employee formally connected because on the other side of the illness, we want businesses to bounce back stronger than ever by having people still connected on their employer to their employer that will help that recovery phase as well as obviously through this process provide increased incentives for people to stay in employment. I think from an economic point of view, it is important to support businesses who need to remain open to stay open. And it's important to provide that support to employees as well to get to the other side. Prime Minister Scott Morrison foreshadowed the wage subsidy announcement at both of his press conferences yesterday. The last stimulus package that we announced was about broadening and strengthening the safety net for those who are going to be immediately impacted by the shock of losing their jobs, he said on Sunday morning. The next stage, which will be even bigger than anything you have so far seen, We'll go broader than that and ensure that we are working together with companies to keep people connected to those companies. This is part of the hibernation strategy of ensuring that we keep people connected with businesses and with their jobs so that on the other side of this, Australia can bounce back stronger. You think Australia will bounce back stronger, guys? Stronger with our great capacity and economic fire in flipping houses and mining up dirt to send to China. Maybe this is what Australia needs to refine and to reinvigorate the entrepreneurial spirit of a country. The nation that, you know, the first nation in the world to build a full cast iron tank. We were, you know, right up there in the space race, right at the beginning. Australia was, you know, back in World War II, no fighter jets, no planes. We couldn't get them from England. So they pretty much built the boomerang here, you know fast nimble fighter unlike 
anything in other parts of the world. So, you know, Australia has the capacity, we just need to refine it. And maybe maybe that will be the the benefit of all of this. We'll have to see, guys. We'll have to see. We are being very careful to ensure that income support can be delivered in a way that it that gets it to people as quickly as possible using existing systems that we have, said Mr. Morrison. When we do these things, it's not just a matter of cutting and pasting ideas from other places. We need to have solutions that will work in Australia. You cannot just cut and paste somebody else's system because we have seen in many other jurisdictions. Well, see, this is bullshit because they're copying and pasting the cash ban from other jurisdictions, aren't they? That's one of the justifications for it. But, you know, that, that's that's too complicated. I'm thinking too much of these things. Bad Florian. Bad prole. Do as you're told. You've got to have more detail from the outset to ensure you have the most effective implementation. And, I mean, here we go. We can look at all the bands, guys. I'll, go, I'll probably go through that in another video because it's, it's a little disturbing how many of our freedoms are being removed. And the Prime Minister directly urged businesses not to make any decisions about their future until the new package was announced. It's probably too late. It's probably too late. I've already to, spoken to people that have let staff go, that have let, let people go already. I would say to employers who I know are going through very difficult times, these changes will be announced soon. And I would ask that before you make any further decisions, that you take the opportunity to see the further measures that the government will be announcing, he said. A few hours later, after the, after the National Cabinet meeting, Mr. Morrison said the government would be working through the night to pull together the next um, tranche in our economic supports. What a delightful bureaucratic turn of phrase. They can be there to support Australians in jobs and keep them in jobs, to keep them connected to the companies, and that will be there on the other side. Well, there you go. In normal times, there is a money, monetary threshold at which proposed investments must be reviewed. And this is regarding foreign investments. In simple times, this change involves getting rid of the, that threshold where the illness pandemic is ongoing. During his appearance on today, the treasurer was asked whether the move was to crack down against overseas raids. We want to stop predators who are acting against the national interest. So we want to have scrutiny and visibility over all foreign investment proposals, regardless of their monetary value. Frydenberg said. Stefanovic asked whether the change was motivated specifically by Chinese companies. This is not about one particular country, but about ensuring that the national interest is enhanced. Yes, it is. You can't say it, but it is. What you consider what is in the national interest, it is obviously national security grounds. It is the character of the investor. It is the competition issue. It is the tax issue. And that is what I, as treasurer, and the Foreign Investment Review Board will assess with every foreign investment proposal. Well, it's good that they're finally starting to realize, but it's sad that it's taken this issue for them to come to those terms. So there we have it, guys, another round of stimulus spending and not one mention in this article, once again, of the significant government debt that Australia has. Not one mention. I guess people don't care. They, they don't even worry about that. They see it as the government's problem and the average pundit doesn't realize it's all our problem anyway you know they're going to take us off they're going to take it from us one way or another just think all the people that have been hoarding gold holding silver and precious metals preparing you even the ones that have been doing it a long time they'll just nab you in capital gains tax they'll just up the capital gains tax what if they do that you know precious metals tax 90 percent for all those greedy hoarders maybe i shouldn't say that it might give them ideas we're not we're not 
um, you know, taking your gold or assuming your medals off you, we're just charging you a capital gains tax of 95%. It's fair. You have to pay your fair share. How else are we going to pay for this stimulus spending? Anyway, guys, let me know your thoughts and opinions in the comments below. Do you think this is a good idea? Do you think it's a bad idea? Do you think they're just going to keep chucking more and more at it? Take care. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. If you're a fan and you want to support us, there are a few ways you can. You can join the channel on Patreon or on YouTube. You can support us by using our affiliate links at Amazon or eBay. You can also use our referrals at KuCoin or Independent Reserve for the crypto traders out there. We have merch from the Heiser Says website and from the uh, from Teespring. You can use PayPal to make a direct donation or send us gold via Gold Pass. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. I'll see you later. Bye for now.